Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench, and you are listening to Season 2, Episode 36. As we approach the end of Season 2, which... uh, We uh, can't do anything normal, fellas, because our season ends in December. Not January, not at the turn of the year, but uh, in December. But that's when we started, that's when our season ends. So, How fitting is that, that we messed everything up? Yeah, we even mess up a calendar. (laughs) We are impressive. Uh, We are an impressive trio. Yes. Well, between the three of us, we still can't get anything right. I know. And so go the days. Hey, I've, I've hit the trifecta. Home, work, community. I've screwed up all three now, so here you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, I feel bad. One it. thing that says consistency. Right, yes. Consistent. I really feel bad for you guys. I was actually thinking about getting a new tattoo. I'm going to get an anchor on my arm. It's going to say BTB on it. That signifies me waiting the two of you down <laughs> in your adventures. So, I like that. And when oh. do we get that done? When can we uh, I'll watch you get that on your arm? Uh, we can, uh, I don't know, where you guys have a good place to get some new ink that, over there in central Iowa? Uh, hey, uh, Aaron, I could probably do it for you. I picked some uh, lessons up at the uh, Jasper County Jail. So <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, Scott revealing all his secrets. Yes. Well, hey, we are uh, – we're into playoff football now. How about that? I know. It's awesome. A little bit different format this year. Yeah. Yo, who, who are you guys playing, Aaron? Or did you get a play-in game? Or No, we're not in a play-in game. We, uh, we've got this week off, and we'll drive up to Dubuque Senior, take on the Rams. They got a okay. football team this year. Um, yeah, you got a tough draw then. Yeah, we'll uh, – Probably part of a doubleheader up there. Um, Hempstead's hosting, I think, I would say Liberty up there also. So I don't, I don't know if I want the 5 o'clock game or the 8 o'clock game, but uh, take whichever one they give us, I guess. That's going to be tough. I was thinking about that with, if we had that at Ankeny, like having enough time to have the game, get everybody out of the stadium, bring the new crowd in. That's going uh, to be a tight window there. It's going to be an interesting Process. I wanted to host, but I'm glad that's Brett Cook and Brian Cool's job. Figure out the stadium out and fill it back up again in, in a three-hour window. Oh, no. That's tough. So, oh, no. How about you guys? Well, Green we're, County, we're going to host. We, um, we basically got a pod with three of our southern district schools. We host Red Oak, and then we'll likely host – we're able to beat Red Oak. We'll host Shenandoah or Clorinda since we've beaten both of them. And, uh, you know, likely would probably be a rematch with Clorinda in the second round, which was a overtime game a week ago oh, wow. for us. So a really good, be quite a rematch and uh, it was a really good football game two weeks ago. So uh, again, I'm glad we're going to host, but yeah. Sometimes this time of year, it's just kind of nice to get in the car and go watch somebody else host too. But you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Speaking of we'll do it. speaking of road trips, Jarvis, I see you. You've got one in front of you. Yeah, we're going to Sioux City East. Uh, yeah. So we got a long, nice long trip. Very who do good. you guys play, Brian? Who do you guys play? We, uh, I, I'm gonna echo Todd's thoughts. I, I don't mind getting in the car. I like hosting <laughs> and everything, but we we are. Uh, we have not won a game yet, so we, we get to go over to Independence on Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. You got to 
That's but, a pretty yeah, good drive too. Yeah. About an hour for you over there. So yeah. um, but I'll I'll look forward to on a Friday night having to not worry about anything else but getting in the car and driving up and, yeah. and getting there. They've, so they've got themselves a good running back over there by the name yeah. of Beatty. Yeah, uh, um, Coach Beatty. Was he uh uh, a Warburg night, maybe I think I heard he was. He was a couple years younger than me. Played football up at Warburg. He uh, he was special, and his son runs just like him and sounds yeah. just like him. Uh, it's it yeah. is remarkable. I've watched a little film already. He is uh, he's a tough tough little kid, man. He yeah, he hard. is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, very good. And uh, so yeah, it's that time of year. Obviously, volleyball coming up as well. Um, and you just heard from our guest today. He just kind of got brought in there, Brian Peterson from Rolling Story. So glad to have Brian with us. And uh, we'll get to interviewing and talking with him a little bit later. I guess interview is a bad word. We're just sitting around chatting today. And he just happens to be the the smuck that had, got pulled in by us today. So <laughs> All right. you stepping into that role today, Brian. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, hey, let's pay some bills, and uh, we're going to start uh, with our friends' hometown ticketing. And, uh, you know, we're all interested in, interested in saving some time and uh, being a little less stressful in our jobs. Uh, anyway, that can, can help us is good. And also for our fan experience at games, looking to improve that as well. Well, how about taking a look at hometown ticketing? Hometown ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrate, integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket buying experience that takes place directly on your website. They don't have to create an account and they don't have to remember a password. They can just download the app and off to the game they go. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program. And the best part is, it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So own your ticketing with Hometown Ticketing, the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports. Visit www.hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today. That's www.hometownticketing.com. Again, thanks to our friends at Hometown Ticketing. Uh, we have enjoyed our experience with them for sure at Greene County, and um, our fans have as well. So it's, it's been good. Our ticket takers just like that, scanning the tickets in, not handling anything. and so That's been really good for us. Loving the guys at Hometown Ticketing. I, again, I've, we've got everything set up with them, and – uh, looking forward to winter season. Uh, we got in too far in the fall season once we finally got set up as a school district, but uh, it, it's a, such an easy platform to learn and to use and uh, really encourage you to take a look at them. They'll, like, like Todd always says, man, you host the game on Friday night and it checks, checks in your account by Monday morning. You can't, you can't beat that. Right. Well, it's a little less money to count and handle. So That's right. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about Gipper. You want your athletic program to stand out on social media? Now you can with Gipper. Using Gipper, you can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. Try Gipper out for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. Once again, they keep coming up with new templates and uh, just day after day, it seems like something's new. Um, I sent them one the other day. It's just an idea, and boy, they just Matthew and uh, they're just all over it. And uh, so it, it's it's good. They just keep coming up with new stuff and making us look good for sure. I would agree. Yeah. Speaking of making us look good, uh, we keep talking about these guys. Are uh, that team over at Varsity Bound? Uh, just continue to be impressed by them, and so thankful for their support. Everything they do for us, um, not just here with Beyond the Bench and our podcast here, but for ADs across the state. You know, we talk a lot about the backside of it, the admin work um, that they do to try to make things easier, our stats and our the COVID screenings and schedules and things like that. But uh, 80s, if you haven't spent a lot of time yet on their public side of things and just seeing what that public view looks like, uh, they really have, have done some cool things there with their logos and the, uh, 
the attached in the articles and stuff, they really make that a cool interface um, for our fans, for our public uh, to engage with our school, engage with our activities, see what's going on this week. Uh, if you're attaching those articles uh, to your to your teams that, that show up in the local newspapers, it's just a great place for fans to, to I guess, enhance their experience uh, and get caught up on, on what's going on, your alumni, your boosters, uh, supporters, sponsors, et cetera. So, Shout out to those guys at Varsity Bound. They're not only making life easier for us as ADs, um, but also really uh, promoting the high school sports, high school athletes, and our programs and our coaches through that public side as well. So thanks to those guys uh, for everything they're doing and their support of Beyond the Bench. No doubt. I, I agree. That that public side, if you haven't looked at that much, it's it's really cool because I I do attach a lot of articles uh, specifically from our radio station because Doug Reeder, our local radio guy, uh, their website is really good. And he's always putting up previews and, you know, recaps of games. And so you attach those to the game itself. And it really looks neat on the public side when you pull up, you know, the roster for the day. And there you've got a preview article. It's just a lot of stuff fans can really interact with. And it's very professional looking. And uh, those guys continue to just, again, just they're kind of keep expanding. And it's, it's kind of neat to watch them grow. Yep. So thanks to those guys. And again, for all their support, um, a bunch of smart guys making, making us look even smarter, which is a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It is. Well, Hey, let's, uh, let's bring in Brian Peterson. Brian is the uh, activities director at Roland story. And, uh, Brian was just recently named the central Iowa, uh, Iowa high school athletic directors, AD of the year. So congratulations, Brian. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, really appreciate it, and I'm I'm excited to be on here. Actually, I love uh, love listening to you guys, and this this should be interesting. It should be fun. <laughs> interesting is some of the nicest things that's said about us. So yes, I, that's thank you for that. I like it. <laughs> well, we're gonna pull you right in, and uh, we're going a little what's up, what's down. We're gonna hit both sides uh, today. So uh, our order of uh, batting order: Scott's gonna lead off. And then Aaron, then Brian, we always put the guest in our big hitter in the three hole uh, to make sure you get that at bat. And then I'm going to hit clean up because I usually strike out. So uh, <laughs> that's our order today. And uh, Scott, what's up with you? Uh, you know what? I am really excited. Tomorrow we're doing our um, first um, three-dimensional coaching PD tomorrow. And I'm excited that we have Kadivas Robinson the Ohio State um, head cross country and assistant track coach speaking um, uh, via Zoom with our coaching staff. And we're talking about overcoming adversity with the championship mindset. So I stole a little bit of Aaron's um, lead from some of the stuff he's done at Kennedy. And so I'm really excited about that tomorrow and opportunity for, you know, not only our coaches, um, but um, our players to, to continue to grow and develop. So Really excited about that tomorrow. Um, it'll be a, a nice little kickoff to the week to have our coaches and just learn uh, and grow with our coaches and, and student athletes tomorrow. So that's my up. Uh, nice one. Well, Jarvis just threw me for a loop. I had my I had my up all ready to go, but I may have to switch because that's the first time about the dozen years I've known Scott Jarvis where he said, "Hey, I'm stealing something from Aaron Stecker instead of the other way." I do it all the time. That might have to be my up, but no. Uh, on the personal side here today, um, woke up this morning and got on the phone, uh, talked to my mom. as my mother's 73rd birthday today. Oh, so awesome. awesome. Got to start my day with mom, tell her happy birthday this morning. I don't think she'll care if I shared her, you know, the age of <laughs> But uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, happy birthday to her. Uh, thanks for all her support over all the years and everything I've done. So shout out to her today. Awesome. Awesome. Where she live? She's still back in central Iowa? Nope. They moved, they've moved down to Florida. Um, she decided that winter just didn't agree with her up here anymore. So they live down uh, central Florida. It's about an hour uh, north of Orlando uh, is where they landed. Um, why all of a sudden is the, is the town they live in just escaping me? Because you're old. All of a sudden, because I'm old. <laughs> um, good grief. It'll hit me in a second here. Anyway, they moved up. They came across a house down there. My dad was golfing, talking about wanting to move down there. 
And the guy he got stuck, or not stuck with, but playing with that day, paired up with, said, hey, I know a great place for sale down here you'd love. And he went and looked at it. They fell in love with the house and moved down there six months later. So they, uh, they love it down there. Good, good, good. Good place to visit, too. There it is, Ocala, Florida. Ocala, Florida. There you go. All right. Well, Brian Peterson, what's up with yeah. you? Um, yeah, I would – I'm probably going to go with the weather. Man, it, it's been – this last week has is, is been about perfect uh, weather-wise to be outside. Um, I'm not a big cold-weather guy. So uh, going to a football game on Friday night in October and being in a T-shirt – was pretty awesome and uh -huh. going to an Iowa State game yesterday in shorts and a t-shirt was awesome um, great day to be outside today um, yeah I, I would this is awesome in Iowa when you can take this type of weather I take it every day I agree and you know even next Friday in particular I mean it's gonna be high of 50s but yeah. if it's not raining in the 50s you can handle that <laughs> that's right that's right I love it yeah for sure uh, well, my up is going to be probably personal as well. It's it's uh, just a shout out to my son, AJ, and his wife, Reagan. Uh, they've been through the foster training, foster parent training uh, a couple months ago, and uh, they got a couple of uh, little girls placed with them this week. And uh, just really proud of them uh, for, for taking that on and uh, making a difference that way. So just to Really proud of AJ and Reagan, and uh, it's, it's been fun to, to see them kind of start on this journey and, and uh, don't know where, it, where it'll take them, but it's just neat that they're going to make a difference even for forever how long it is in the lives of a couple uh, little girls. So uh, really proud of them, and that, that's the stuff that makes you think that their mom did something right along the way and uh, just kind of stayed out of the way. But uh, just really, that, that's a real up for us right now. That's really cool. Good for them. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> All right. Let's turn the page. Scott, what's down? <laughs> we have never told Scott, you're muted. Wow. <laughs> Scott, you're muted. My bad. Sorry about that. Oh, it's so, a good thing we did. I was I was lip reading those first two, and we would have had to edit that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, bleep, bleep. No, um, no. I think I just for me, it's just been struggling. Uh, just, um, just trying to keep up the last uh, couple weeks. So I'm just trying to stay in a positive state of mind, and I appreciate. Uh, uh, Todd and Aaron and, and a lot of other ADs that I reach out to and, and keep my spirits up. So thank you for everybody, uh, what, what you're doing and continue to do through the, through, uh, this time and, and we'll get through this. Yeah, I think we all feel that for sure. And it's, again, I think that's the beauty of, you know, our, our, uh, our AD world is, you know, it's, you can get down, but you guys have had them. We had a, you know, Brian and I are in the same conference and we had a conference meeting. That's just a good two or three hours when you can have some lunch and, and uh, kind of vent with each other and talk through things. Those are, those are valuable, valuable times. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Completely agree. All right, Aaron, what's down? Wait, you know, we skipped this last time and so they're piled up on me. So now I got to sift through and decide which one. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, I could talk about the little black no see bugs or whatever you name oh, them. Oh, right awful. Um, I could talk about those, but I'm going to skip over those for now. Um, I could continue talking about, you know, the, the layers and layers of uh, extras that COVID and the derecho caused. But I'm going to – I'll stay personal here as well. I was telling you guys earlier before we got going, um, my, my lawn is just a uh, – well, it's a chore today. Uh, uh -huh. At least I'm mowing the yard for the first time since August 10th today was going to do it a few weeks ago when the lawnmower broke down, needed a new carburetor and me being the gearhead that I am couldn't <laughs> figure out how to, how to fix that. So I had to send that in and it took a couple weeks. And 
So my grass literally might be on average eight to 10 inches long right now. And I'm making about one and a half like passes, you know, down and back on my yard and I'm at, I got to dump it out. And uh, so my yard by the end of the day today is going to win, I think, and I'll be struggling to, to move when I'm done. So that's my down for the day. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No fun. Hey, Brian, I'm a uh, yeah. guy, but what's down? Yeah, uh, as we're talking here, and I'm and Todd, you talked about our meeting, you know, and you're right, that is a great place. We, we have some fun in our meetings, too, and, and it gets pretty interesting, but um, just going off of that, I'd say common sense right now is, is my down. <laughs> um, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I've had conversations with people that are upset when they're in a game because somebody was standing too close to them and and without even using common sense and saying I can walk away from that I've had people try to tear the school down with a I told Todd this the other day we somebody reposted a year-old post of the Department of Education people coming to Roland story and, and reading to our students you know a really positive thing we've got people that are upset enough about everything going on that first thing that gets pointed out is that no one's wearing masks. Well, somebody had to correctly point out that was a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Convenience fee. I use a ticketing solution as well. I've had people tell me that's ridiculous to pay the 50 cents convenience fee to to lower our contact points at games and, and, um, you know, people. I saw people at Iowa State wearing masks um, in 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 big groups of people, and then some not wearing masks in big groups of people, and it's just some common sense issues that we need to <laughs> solve as a society. I think that is my down for the week. I guess. <laughs> when when you get that solved, will you? We'll bring you back on the show, and you yeah. can chat with the rest of us. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be too solvable, to be honest with you. It uh, seems like we're past that common sense point right now. Correct. Well, I just, you know, um, I was talking with my wife the other day and a couple of my coaches following that conversation up. Um, we've reached that time of year where, uh, and I love them. I do love our, love our parents, love their passion for their kids. Uh, and I get it but we've moved very quickly from the, we've just been so glad we made it to this far in the season to um, end of season. That means we're ta- we're wrapping up careers and we're talking about awards or lack of awards, playing time and lack of play. We've just jumped really fast back into the, all the little things that uh, don't, aren't in the big, in the grand scheme of things aren't that big, but boy, they become the big deals again, rather than just being happy we're playing and we got through the fall and we're getting a postseason mm-hmm. and isn't it great? Oh no, no. It's great. We're playing, but you're still not playing my kid enough yep. uh, or whatever the case may be. And I love them and I get it. I had, I've had those parent blinders on myself, but you're right. There's not a lot of common sense going on right now in some of these situations, Brian. Yeah, and that, that kind of – it leads me directly to my down. It's just it kind of the same thing. It's just perspective. And um, I do think it's it's kind of our job once in a while because I, I think we've – as ADs, I think most of us have that because we do appreciate the opportunity that our kids have right now. Um, and I, it gets old pointing that out sometimes to teachers and coaches and – I even in an administrative meeting the other day, you know, one of the principals was saying, well, our teachers just think they need more time. And I just said, time is not the answer. It's perspective. And they, they've got to know that things are not going to be what they were. They're not going to be back to whatever normal they think is. It, and it shouldn't be normal. If we don't come out of this better um, educationally, activity-wise, because I think we're doing things, we've, we've had to do things in our job differently. And I think it's made us better. And I think it can make us better in the long run. And uh, so I think a return to normal is, uh, that's false teaching. I, that's, that's fake news. It's not going to be back to normal. Uh, and it shouldn't be. We've got to be better coming out of this. And 
Um, I think our perspective just needs to be forward thinking, not backward thinking, um, and just doing what we have to day by day. Um, you know, that's what somebody asked me this weekend. Well, how was your week? I said, it, it's, it's moment by moment, you know, three o'clock <laughs> on Thursday was, was cruising along pretty good. And then all of a sudden I'm in on uh, two calls with public health in the next two and two, two and a half hours. Yep. Um, you know, so it changes just like that. You think yep. I almost got it. I'm almost ready to shut down and go start watching some practices. Mm-hmm. No, now we talk on the phone. So again, I can get down about that. I can get, uh, irritated by that, but that's the reality of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's just a matter of perspective and knowing that's where we're at. And I just, I just keep kind of keep harping on that with people and, and just, but it gets old because some people don't want to listen, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, again, it just comes back to investing. I'm not going to let people who really have no interest in what we're doing, get me down and yeah. uh, just refuse to let them have any part of my mind. Uh, I'll just say what I need to and, we can just disagree with it. So, yeah, yeah. That's, good. that's a good, that's a very good point. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get to what most of you are signing on for, which is not <laughs> to the three of us, but we got a great guest on us today. And Todd's already introduced Brian uh, Peterson, AD at Roland story. Again, recently, inappropriately named the uh, Central District uh, AD of the Year by the, the High School AD Association. So congratulations on, on that, Brian. He's been a great asset to us there uh, in not just Central Iowa, but but around the state. Uh, does a lot of things for us. He's served as a, uh, through the chairs at the district level um, as junior and senior director. Has given great input uh, on the state level with us when it comes to putting together conventions uh, and things like that. Uh, he's taught classes for us, taught LTI classes for us. Uh, great leadership there as well. Love getting him in front of our ADs, sharing his expertise. And he does all this despite being a Rolling Story Norseman, which for <laughs> Gilbert Tiger alum, uh, you know, isn't always the easiest thing to, to sing the praises for. That's, that's <laughs> got to be a little tough, huh? <laughs> no. Sometimes I, I can envision running on the old cinder track there in Story City, yeah. uh, you know, back in the day in the late 80s. And I might have lost a couple hurdle races to a gentleman named Furness while I was there. Long, long time ago. Um, but despite the fact you're a Norseman, you're still top-notch guy, and I'd love to have you on, Brian, so welcome. Appreciate it. And and I want to cut you off there a little bit. As I was uh, being told I won this award on Thursday, I was embarrassed a little bit because we have great people in central Iowa, and we have great people in the state of Iowa, and and – I'd be remiss to, to not mention that we have, I think, very deserving people in about every school district. Um, and it's, it's humbling to say the least, but it's, it was a little embarrassing to be honest with you because I felt there were some guys in that room that, that deserved that award as well. And, and the recognition is great, but I'd like, you know, I'd like to see our other ADs successful too. So, it, yeah, I, I appreciate everything though, guys, so thank you. Well, you're more than deserving of that honor, Brian. No doubt. Thank you. Yep. I would. So just take, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I will. I will. You, <laughs> you have to just sit back and, and say, okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Because you're right. A lot of folks uh, yeah. folks do deserve it, but so do you. So enjoy yeah. and, and congratulations to you. So let's uh, – Let's get to know you a little bit. So just talk to us about your career path, maybe what got you going into the education gig and uh, the coaching uh, side of it, and then how you became an AD, and just uh, just your your path, your journey to this point. You bet. You bet. Um, I had to even uh, type up a few notes just so I didn't miss, miss a few <laughs> things. I, I, turns out I am getting a little older. Um, <laughs> And I, I have to apologize. I did lose my voice, at, you know, between Friday night and Saturday, two football games, and you know, just talking over loudspeakers at Iowa State yesterday. I'm losing my voice. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I, you know, I'm uh, graduated from BCLUW, which is over by Marshtown, um, but uh, I was a transplant there. I lived in Belle Plaine, Iowa, for um, 
16 years of my life and moved uh, when I was 16 years old and, and uh, graduated from UCLAW and participated in everything. I wasn't great at anything. Um, I was in, you know, all the sports. Um, loved, loved, loved football. Um, probably was a little bit better at basketball. Loved basketball. Um, track and, and played some baseball and I was in the band. Uh, I was also in, in every play, which is kind of odd for me, but uh, I love being involved. Um, telling some kids the other day, you know, I remember being that busy as well, coming home at nine o'clock and I had not been home, you know, basketball practice right into play practice. And uh-huh. so I love that whole high school experience in the state of Iowa. Um, I went to Iowa State. My, my whole family's Iowa State people. I was uh, raised in an Iowa State household, and I was the black sheep. I was a Hawkeye um, just because that's my personality. If my dad's going to like Iowa State, I'm going like, <laughs> to like Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes. So, but I went to Iowa State and, and became a fan and, and major, majored in uh, history um, and uh, – Student taught at Rolling Story in, in 2001 or two. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Coached football that year, coached basketball that year, and just loved everything about it. Went to a school district named Rockwell Swelldale, if anybody's ever heard of that. Yep. It's now West Fork. Um, and I was there for one year um, and uh, came back to Rolling Story, um, took over the job of, of the guy I student taught with. Um, I became a socialized teacher. <clears throat> I've been there ever since. Um, coached football for 11 years, basketball for seven, baseball for two, um, track coach for 17 years. I'm the head track coach here. Um, married, have four kids, 13, 12, nine, and five. So we stay pretty busy. <laughs> My wife's also in education. She works over at our middle school. Um, and, you know, why Why AD? You know, why I, I did not – this was not my career path. I didn't – I just wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a coach. Um, but I love educational athletics. And, and even more so when I started coaching. Um, Roland Story's only had two ADs prior to me in its history. And I felt – at 28 years old, I don't know if I'm ever going to get another shot at this if I want to stay here. Uh-huh. I was coming open and, and was not ready for the position, but I, I knew it wasn't going to probably open again in my career. Um, and so took a shot at it, got lucky, got the job. Um, you know, and I, I love being an AD. We get to coach coaches. Um, I've never been a big guy on recognition, and, and I think ADs do that. We get to stay behind the scenes. Um, we get to watch our people do good things and, and maybe even some bad things at times, but we get to work with them in the background. Um, and I love that about being an AD. Um, I believe fully in educational athletics. Um, and, and these kids are going to be our future, and we don't want them to, to be bad, you know, at that type, you know, running our country or running our state or running our school buildings, um, running our businesses. We don't want them to be bad at that. And I, I feel responsibility, and I think all of you guys do as well, um, that we need to do a good job of that um, as, as ADs, and, and we have – some control over those types of things. So um, it's probably maybe too much info, but that's my background and how I became an AD and, and, and why I like doing what I'm doing and, and why I, I'm still doing it every day. I'm curious, do you know what, don't put you on the spot, but the, the, the only two ADs at Rolling Story amazes me. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Do you have names off the top of your head? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dallas Cray was here for a long, long time. He won National AD of the Year um, in 1994. Dallas still lives in town. As a matter of fact, we just named the track after him yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, and Dallas was here 
he was at Story City High School in the 60s and then uh, was the first AD in 1969 when they consolidated together. Okay. Um, and then Craig Claver um, yes. was here. He, he now lives down in Ankeny around his grandkids. Um, and he was here 15 years. Okay. So, yeah, this is my 12th year as an AD. So, cool. yeah, kind of crazy. 50 years of school history. Or, you know, Dallas took most of the, the punching bag there, but 50 years in history right there. So, yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. So, Brian, what are two or three things that you have learned over the years as an athletic director? Boy, can, can we limit it just to <laughs> – there's, there's a lot, guys. Um, you know, I was trying to think through a few things that I wanted to make sure and share and hoped a few other ADs, younger ADs, listen to this stuff. And But I, I think number one is just communicate as well, as clearly as you possibly can with everyone. Um, to not assume that people know what's going on. Um, and that includes your coaches, and that includes your kids, and that includes your parents. Um, I bet, you know, 65 to 75% of any of the issues I deal with are based on poor communication. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of those times I didn't communicate well enough, and then my coach didn't. And so now we're having an issue. And so I would tell you, any AD – that's got to be the first thing I would give them as a piece of advice or something that I've learned. Um, stay organized would be another one. Um, you know, I'm looking out my office. You guys can't see the rest of it. But it does not feel very organized right now. And yeah. that, that's not a great feeling, to be honest with you, on a Sunday, knowing I'm coming to work tomorrow and it's not going to uh, be organized. But stay as organized as you can. Stay on top of stuff. Um, but, you know, being a, a coach and, and still coaching, I think the thing that I learned the most in this job is to serve our coaches. And, and when I say serve, I, I think we have a, a, a duty to protect our coaches from outside distractions. And, and you guys have all coached. And Todd's getting right back into this, by the way, this year, being a girls basketball coach. Mm -hmm. And, and, it's going to be awfully hard, Todd, to shut off those outside distractions being the AD. But I think we can buffer that for our coaches a little bit. Um, and they don't – It's their job is really hard already. And sometimes our coaches make it even harder on themselves. But our job has to be to protect them, you know, serve them by protecting them, and then serve them by helping them get better. You know, any way that you can – have those conversations and that for me has been the one that I believe in but it's been hard um, because not all coaches are willing to drop their pride and say let's get better you know, but when I going back to what I said what I love about being an AD I like coaching because we get to watch kids get better why well, I love being an AD because you watch coaches do that yeah we get to coach our coaches um, and sometimes those are difficult conversations. So, you know, I just shared with somebody else that yesterday I had a volleyball quad here and, and I had a great conversation with my volleyball coach talking about regionals and it's, it's going to be difficult. And she was accepting the challenge and, and um, taking ownership over that. And, and then, you know, Friday night, my football team lost, you know, and, and we've been, We've had a tough go for a little bit and having a conversation with how proud I was of our coaches. None of them have quit. Our kids have not quit. Our, they are, our kids are getting better. They're doing things in week seven in an 0 and 6 season that they weren't doing in week three. And I, you know, that tells me. So we have to have those conversations with our coaches constantly. Um, and that, I think, is how we serve them. But when, ADs hear that, they need to understand some of those are hard conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, is that two or three? Is that good, Scott? That was, that was awesome. Thank yeah. you. I really like uh, two things there I, I, that 
I just want to emphasize again, I, I just love the word protect uh, because I do think that's, I agree with you. I think that's really important um, that we kind of take care of some of the stuff so they can just coach. Granted, they got to take care of some stuff too, but I think we can protect them. I really like that terminology. And then I, I just like your thought on we owe them the truth. And sometimes those are hard conversations, but, you know, we have those conversations that a kid will come in, you know, when you're coaching, say, what do I got to do to get better? Well, you tell them. And granted, we're working with adults, but I, I think if they see us as ADs, be vulnerable and be honest and open and, and take ownership of things, then I think we can get them to do the same. And uh, so I, uh, those are two great thoughts that I picked out from, they're all good. And uh, those, I like your terminology in both those, Brian. Well, Todd, you're going to find this out as a, as a basketball coach again, but now that, you know, being a green County, I think when my coaches see me coach, and see the things that I have to, you know, I do the same things that they do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's helped me yeah. gain some, some perspective. And, and they, they see it as we're in this together, you know, type of thing. And, and so the only times I have issues with coaches is when they do something that I can't protect them from. Yes. It's indefensible. Um, and, and you have to have those conversations. You have to defend kids too. Um, and that, you know, it happens, but it's not very often, um, you know, so I, coaches have got to be willing to want to get better, just like they ask their kids to. And I've got great, great people here that when we have those conversations, they're willing to listen and, and try and do those things. And so that's, that's fun to watch and do. Good. Um, I want to jump in on that. So what's your strategy that maybe we can all learn from or pick something up from when you are in that moment where uh, you've got to find the balance between, you know, your coach is probably uh, on the, on the wrong side of the fence in, in a situation and there's some backtracking and some, Hey boy, we didn't handle that. Well, it has to happen. How, what's what are your strategies? What's your process going through to try to walk that back without undermining your coach, but also not undermining you, um, completely backing something you don't, you don't agree with? So that's a great question. And as you're asking it, I'm thinking through specifics, you know, <laughs> situations that I've been placed in. Every time that's happened, I've been caught off guard by a parent. And they told me something that I didn't appreciate that my coach said or did or, or was planning on doing. And, and usually, I think maybe the first time I did that, I didn't answer it very well. Um, but after that, I've, I've learned, um, I tell them, hey, I don't know anything about this yet. This is the first that's come to me. It doesn't sound like something he or she might done, have, have done or is going to do. Let me talk to my coach and get their perspective before, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's, A, it's a good way to not undermine your coach. Now, in that conversation, if my coach says, yeah, I, I did that, and I, you know, then, okay, the next step's going to be extreme ownership. We have got to take responsibility then. And you and I are going to do this together. We're going to take responsibility. I'm going to talk to the parent as well and say, yeah, we screwed up. You know, when I coached basketball, the best officials that I ever watched were ones who jogged back by and said, hey, we missed that one, Brian. We'll get it. We'll get it the next time. I didn't have a – I didn't have a smart aleck answer coming back, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I think we can learn from that as well as, as adults in these positions that you take ownership. Yeah. They, they're going to be harsh on us. Um, but I think you've got to stop parents and stop people right away and say, Hey, I don't know much about that situation. It doesn't sound good, but let me find out more first before I respond. And mm -hmm. then you can come out with a, a better response. Does that make sense? Yep. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Good advice. So Brian, I'm going to let you, I think you've hit on, I know you've hit on some things that I know you do really well, but what is something that, that you think you do really well as an AD? <laughs> well, I would say it's not talk about myself. Uh, <laughs> I, 
I, these, I, are always, these are always the difficult things. These I, are these are hard questions. But well, at the end of the day, you know, what do you what do you do well? Well, yeah. So I would tell you, I I I do find myself in positions where I I have communicated well enough with my coaches or with our parents that I feel I haven't caused myself more issues. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah. I I try and get in front of stuff. I try and communicate. Um, I, I do it in very um, non-standoffish ways, you know, the best that I can. Sometimes I have to have hard conversations with, with parents that are public. You know, my, my thought process has always been if somebody wants to do it in public, then we can do it in public, you know, and you're going to see me upset. You're going to see me, you know, maybe say some things you didn't expect me to say, but if if a coach made a mistake, if a parent made a mistake, um, I need to go sit next to that person or I need to pull them in my office with the door shut or I need to give them an opportunity to fix this in a non-threatening way. And, and I think I communicate in that way. I don't come off as, a, you, know, you know, he's the boss, so he, what he says goes type of thing. Sometimes I'm jealous of ADs that can do that at times, but other times I see it helps me. Um, and, and so communication is probably a strong suit. I've never been one where anybody said, oh, Brian doesn't like talking. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that'd probably be what I'd say, Todd, is communication. That's good. So what's something you want to get better at as you continue on? How about everything? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and I, I'm going to go back to something I said earlier, and it, it probably piqued my memory a little bit, but right now I feel very unorganized. And, and I don't even know how that's possible with the months of time we had due to COVID. And I worked every day. I came up to the office and I worked, and, and I still felt way, way behind in August when it hit. I felt behind during baseball and softball. And I don't know how that happened, but I do feel unorganized right now. And that's one of those things that it's hard to catch back up, as you guys all know. And, and uh, so I think, you know, in my world, I need to, you know, and I think the way to do that for a guy like me who's scatterbrained and maybe, you know, I see a squirrel, I'm going to go chase that or, you know, <laughs> um, I need to have better systems in place to keep my track you know, just like a coach would say, they need to put better systems in place to get things accomplished. That's what I, that's what I think for me. To get more organized, I need to have even better. I feel like I've got some good stuff in place, um, but there's always more you can do. And, and so organization's a big piece of that. Yeah. Maybe Mr. Zero Inbox there can give you some advice on that, Todd, huh? How's that going? <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah. Um, but don't you think a lot of that too? I mean, I, I think we all feel the same way. And I would bet everyone listening can has knows exactly what you just said. And but it's like the comment I made about Thursday. At three o'clock, I was getting ready to do graphics for the next week. And at three o'clock, I had two phone calls with public health. And at five thirty, I was done. <laughs> And so that got put off to the next day. So I, things can pile up just because I, I think it's, it's the, uh, the reality of the situation we're in, which makes us feel like, you know, that two hours or two and a half hours I could have spent doing some other things now just got put on the back burner with some other things that I had planned for the next day. So I think you knock stuff out when you can and feel good if you get it knocked out. And if not, you know, it's going to be there because I just, I still believe we have to, you know, you with four kids, you obviously got a lot on your plate too. And we got to make sure that's the, the priority and that's mm -hmm. the, the things we're taking time for too. Well, and I, I would tell you, you know, before I answered that question, I had written up, be better with, for my family. And I, that every AD in the world needs to hear that. And I, yeah, every, yeah. Co every coach in the world needs to hear that. And unfortunately our families need to understand that if we want to do this job well they're going to have to take some sacrifices 
Um, and and so when you have opportunities to to be a good dad, and man, that's convicting right there. But or to be a good husband, you got to take those opportunities when yeah. you come. Yeah. yeah, sure. I get, uh, I try hard and along those lines. I try, one of the things I try to remember and, and, and I don't, there's a pot calling the kettle black here when I, when I say, um, but I remember something my, one of my pastors over the years has always, has always talked about. And I try to, I try to think through that because you're right. I'm, I'm a little squirrel chasers too, Brian. I, I really am. Especially Varsity Bound will send out some email about, hey, look at this cool new feature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it was working on eligibility, but that sounds like a whole lot more fun to go. <laughs> um, but I try hard to, to remember what he says. He always says, keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. And when I'm at work, what are the main things I had to get done today? There's a lot of things I could do. What are, the, what are the most important things today for me to get done? And when I come home and I take the badge up, put the keys down, what's the main thing? I need to keep the main thing right now at, at, at home uh, and oh, be the best yeah. husband and, and dad. And I think if we just kind of try to always have that mindset of no matter what hat I have on right now, if I can keep the main thing, the main thing, uh, we'll get more good done in a day. We won't get it all done, but we'll get more good done than, than not. So yeah, true. All right. Well, we're going to move into our two questions that every one of our guests as to, uh, I don't know if endure is the right word or not. They're great questions. I love hearing uh, what, comes, what comes from these questions. But our first one, which is kind of funny because you're anything but old. But if you could <laughs> talk to a, a younger Brian Peterson, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to that younger Brian Peterson to maybe make the path of the journey better? So I saw this question coming, right, because God sent me. <laughs> and, and the first thing that I could think of was uh, my, I, I got hired in this position. I was 28 years old. It was in the spring. You know, retirements happen. I got hired. And our girls were playing in regional sub-state that night and uh, went to that game. It was the way um, and just to watch and, and showed up. And uh, uh, a uh, former AD at East Marshall that I know, that family, friends, and he congratulated me and he said, Brian, if you can put out 70% of the fires that you're going to get every day, you are nailing it as an AD. <laughs> Worry about 70, but, but that, so I got that advice when I was young. So that, I, I would say to be, to always be grateful. Um, I don't, I don't, that's hard. That's human nature, right? That we're, we look at the other side, it looks a little greener, but Man, we've, you know, just even listen to your last question. Well, one advantage, my sons come down and help me tear down the football field after a game. Mm -hmm. You know, and there we are driving the Gator together, having a blast, and not a lot of other dads get that, you know. Yep. So you got to take those those little things in it. So I, I need to be grateful for those um, and for what we have. Um, talk to other ADs. Um, Use them as a resource. I can't tell you how much my life as an AD has changed when I opened my shelter doors to, you know, Judge Johnson's really the guy that, that forced me into this. You know, he really did. He lives here in Story City and said, Brian, I'm putting you up for district leadership. I said, don't, no. You know, I wanted no part. I didn't listen to those meetings when I first came. I was 28, 29 years old and and uh, that has changed my AD life, um, to be honest with you. Getting to work with all of you guys, you know, Scott and I worked together for a while in Central, and, and I just just keep learning from those guys. Um, I was intimidated by other ADs, and I think that's something I've learned from our organization is we're all in this together, right? And everybody wants to help, um, and, and so look for that ask for help. I've asked a lot of close ADs around here for help. And, and so, um, but the big two that I kind of put, you know, right now and our focus as coaches is, is all developed around Dabo Sweeney's quote, the, the, you walk past a mistake and ignore it. It becomes your standard. You guys ever heard that quote, right? Yeah. If, if you walk past a mistake and, and everybody else sees you walk past it, that's your culture, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so 
<clears throat> we are working with our kit or our coaches um, right now and talking a lot about that. And, and it's been prolific, you know, and, and to take ownership, you know, Jocko Willink um, and his book, Extreme Ownership, those two things work really well together. Take extreme ownership over everything in your office. You know, we're in charge of a lot and, and we need to take ownership in that. So when something dumb happens, something bad happens, something good happens, we need to let ownership take take the lead here. We, we have to be responsible um, and not blame, not complain, not defend. Um, and so um, people who want to be coached, people who want to improve, that's what, that's what I want my coaches to be. And so those two things have tied together for us here at RS, and that's currently what we're working on. I wish I could go back in time and tell younger me, do this sooner. Do it, do it right away. That's great. I love that quote. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. So Brian, my final question here and, and uh, what's your why? When your feet hit the floor in the morning, what gets you going? Yeah. I uh, yeah, I think I think similar to the way coaches feel when you are successful as a team. But we get to watch people, coaches and kids, put everything into something, right? And and try and improve and and work through mistakes and we get to we get the joy of watching that. Um, and and, and hap it happens right in front of us, right? So, you know, as a track coach I've seen some of my better kids, you know, throw everything they have into um, an event and then have a lot of success. And man, does that feel good to watch those kids do that. And it's just, it's sheer joy. It's watching my nine-year-old have fun in the backyard with his friends and they score a touchdown and it's sheer joy. Mm -hmm. well, this is very similar. And, and at the same time, we've had kids you know, put everything they have into something and then tear a hamstring, you know, and having to walk them through that and that just keep fighting mentality is what life's all about, right? And so um, my why and why being AD um, is we get to do that every day and we don't, and we don't get to be in the newspaper every day and we don't get to be the ones in front and that's the way I like it, right? That's, you talk about roles on a team. I was a point guard that did not want to score. It was kind of laughable. You know, I'd be wide open, and I don't. I didn't want that. I didn't want any part of that. And you know, this is very similar for us as ads. We get to do those those types of things. So um, my why would be to watch. Um, you know, we had a seventh grade football team that won a game on a reverse pass on Thursday night and our eighth graders were still on the sideline and, and my coaches were all, you know, all four of my junior high coaches are right there. And I watched the video of that after the game and it's sheer joy. And they did that. We just got to help turn the wheels to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And that to me is, it's worth every second. So. Great stuff. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Really, really powerful. So uh, great programs at Rolling Story, Brian. You're a tremendous leader, and, and I enjoy working with you almost daily. You know, we communicate a lot and um, just really respect what you do over there, your programs, your kids, your facilities. Um, keep up the good work. And, again, we congratulate you on being a very deserved Central Iowa AD of the Year and uh, look forward to seeing you again very soon. But thanks for joining us on Beyond the Bench and for sporting that great T-shirt you have on today. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. We have to post the video of this one just to show that off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I, I really appreciate it. And to be honest with you, talking about this stuff is a, is a good, is a great way to catapult into the week, right? Yeah. I mean, it. It's going to, I feel great right now. 
Yep. So I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. This is awesome. You bet. And you you just experienced why we do it. Yeah. Because it's it's our therapy. Yeah, yes. it's, you know, I, I see it now, man. I really yeah. do. <laughs> it's it is it is so nice. Just Brian, what you said today was so like what I've been dealing with all week. And I know I talked to Todd about this yesterday, but just so you know, that was huge for me. So thank you for oh, being oh. with us. It's exactly what I needed to hear. So thank I, you. Scott Scott knows this better than any, but I, I called Scott going through our time, yeah. you know, five, six months ago. And yep. and and listening to his advice and and listening to him tell me, nope, you're doing the right thing. Keep doing the right thing. And, yep. you know, and, and I see my... I actually feel bad for my principal, my superintendent, and everybody's principal and superintendent. They don't get this, right? Yeah. You know, and and my principal congratulated me on social media, and and you know, COVID's been hard for everybody, and yeah. I wish that they could have just a little bit of that feeling, what that felt yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I I appreciate the heck out of all you guys and. and and just what you guys keep doing on for us across the board. So yeah, this this has been great. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, thank you. I, I want to echo what, what Scott said. This was uh this is what the AD doctor ordered for me today after a pretty yeah. pretty rough Friday night. In fact, when Todd was we were kind of texting, emailing back and forth about today's show and stuff. I I mean I was I was at a point on Saturday morning, I was like, ah. Man, maybe they can do the podcast without me this weekend. I just don't know that I'm there mentally <laughs> yeah. right now. And yep. um, needed it. So, Brian, thanks so much uh, for what you shared today. And I know our 80s get a lot out of it. So, thanks very much. All right, Scott, you've got a closing thought for us to this Yes, week. I do. And, and I'm going to bring you guys a little Henry David Thoreau today. Oh, Ooh. man. Yes. Culturizing it, us. Oh, gosh. We are <laughs> culturizing. So, um, and I, I think it really kind of fits to a little bit what we've been talking about today a little bit, but, and, and it really fits into, um, you know, what we're going to do tomorrow for our coaching PD is what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you will become by achieving your goals. So one of the things that this really speaks to me is just that process of, you know, and, and Brian talked about it today, why we do what we do. And it's, it's much greater than just the sport. It's much just greater than the wins and losses. But it's really about bringing our kids and our coaches on a journey just to become better people. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about tomorrow is, you know, how do we help our kids just become better? How do we get them to establish goals? How do we get to our, our teams to establish goals to not only be better you know, players and whatever sport that need, but how can we be better people? How can we help our teams be better? Not necessarily about, you know, my stats or, you know, how many you know times I get to carry the ball or how many times I get to shoot the basketball. And then what as ADs are we going to give as strategies to, to help our coaches and our student athletes stay reminded of, you know, what's important, what about what we do is important. And it's, you know, some of the best seasons I ever had really were maybe some of the toughest. And sometimes that was a winless season, but sometimes that was winning almost every single game. So um, that was kind of my end of my thought of the day. Very good. Give us that quote one more time. One more time. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Yeah. About the process, right, Scott? It's I mean, all about that, the process. That's right, man. That's so true. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's um in Iowa State, man, they've been killing it lately. And what's Coach Campbell always talk about, even after his post game comment the other day, it was it's about the process. Yeah. And and he keeps preaching that and Iowa State continues to get better and better. So it's been it's been fun to see him coach and and uh you know, I'm not even an Iowa State fan, I'm a Hawkeye fan, but I do love what Matt Campbell's done and, and can he continues to do at Iowa State. So it's hard hard not to cheer for uh for both our D one head coaches in this yes, state. Yes, we yeah. got two great people in that regard. Yep. No doubt. 
Well, hey, everyone. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Scott. Thank you, Aaron. Again, thanks, Brian. Uh, great time today. And um, I know our ADs out there in podcast land will enjoy listening to this and yeah. have enjoyed it as well. So thank you all for, for being uh, with us. Uh, again, thanks to our sponsors, Hometown Ticketing, Gipper, and Varsity Bound HQ, and for all they do for ADs across the state and across the nation as well. So everyone have a great week. Good luck in your playoffs, uh, no matter what state you're in. Specifically, though, for Iowa, we know we got busy weeks coming up. Uh, state qualifying for cross country in the next 10 days. Uh, state swim and dive be coming up here as well for some of you larger schools that uh, have that. And then, of course, state football playoffs, state volleyball. And uh, we just keep on the keep on the grind, boys. And uh, that's all we do. So have a great week. Uh, we wish you all well. Uh, good luck and be blessed.